my friends who who like is a lesbian like whenever people like they'll be like oh but like you don't really have sex. She like does the opposite. She's like, no, I like fist girls. And they're like, okay, <laughs> all right. You didn't have to tell me. <laughs> so Hi, Nico. What's up, Con? Not much. I love you. I love you. No homo. Mm, a little bit of homo for me. Just a little bit. Just a smidge. From two guys who are never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you into ours. Welcome to Boys Club. This is our podcast. About boys. And about other things. Like their clubs. And the things we were a part of. Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels. Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys. Grab a bagel. Grab what do boys eat? <laughs> Grab a bagel. I was like, what do boys eat? Hi, Nico. Hey, Con. Uh, how are you today? I'm good. Wait, can I? I need to go I said second. this like we haven't been together for the last hour and a half. We've been together for an hour and a half. <laughs> recording our opening number for tomorrow. For our live show. For our live show. This will be out after that. But um, did you see any boys clubs this week? Yes, I have two. And... They're really obscure this week. Um, they're both quotes from television shows that it just occurred to me are really important to our history. Okay. One is anytime on a TV show where someone would say, your best friend's gay, so what? <laughs> and I am talking about anything in the 90s or between 1999 and 2003. Do you feel Re- like anybody ever said that in real life? Mm, do I think, and mm, well, do I think Dawson's Creek reflected <laughs> reality? Probably not. I don't know. I'm curious. I but don't I'm, know. But the the character that we're describing is somebody who's like an ally. I know. Ish. A, a, a woman who is inherently safe. Katie Holmes. Mm. Is she safe or does she think she's safe? Mm. I think that she's like, she's going to tokenize you. She's going to take you to brunch. But she's going to let you have your rights. <laughs> you feel like you can get married, but you got to come eat it. But only because it reflects well on her. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So the but boys like, club is, is those types of people. Anyone who's ever said... Your best friend's gay, so what? Yeah, whoever identifies. And then also, this one's kind of dark, but like anyone on TV that's ever said, and this one still is happening, you're safe now. And it's like Olivia Benson pulling a child out of a room with a couch and a camera. (laughs) And she's like, I was thinking about that too. Okay. (laughs) That's also just like a TV show, like repeated phrase that I think is a boys club. Okay, anybody who's ever said that. Yeah, so those are mine too. Boys clubs can make quotes, you know. Yeah, as the boys at home know, we are loose with Because a few weeks ago it was anyone that's ever said no is a full sentence. No is a full sentence. I do like that one as a boys club. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, those are, yeah, okay. Those are mine too. Um, okay, my boys club this week is anybody who can cook for themselves like an adult. Mm. Like anybody who knows how to cook and like can make a full dinner for themselves with like multiple ingredients and uh it like actually tastes good you're describing your girlfriend i am describing my girlfriend mm. she can do that and i think maybe i'm more aware of it because she's so good at it yeah and i'm not but i like had like a i literally talked about it in therapy today i was like i don't know i feel so stunted as an adult because i don't know how to really like i'm never like mm, what do i want to eat tonight it's like what can i make myself like what can i actually like feasibly create tonight. Wait, our and it's therapy sessions pasta. are so different. <laughs> <laughs> They're so different because I'm just like, my mind is never still. And you're like, I want to cook. Well, it did have to do with the fact that I was like, oh, I view it as like, I've, I'm so hyper aware of like trying to be productive all the time yeah. and working all the time that it's like, I don't allow myself to be like, hey, what if I make a long dinner and like a long meal that like takes multiple steps. I'm always like, what is the most utilitarian way I can get food into my body? Yes. Which I, is interesting because I don't really have like a, I have like a very, I think a pretty healthy relationship to food and the way I eat. But like for some reason it's like when it comes to that, I'm like, I need to like eat the quickest breakfast I can and the quickest lunch I can. So I'm just like not wasting time. I know. Here's, 
a, a few months ago, MC Nanda sat on one of these couches and mm-hmm. she was said something about the beauty of watching like red meat roast or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I was thinking like, about her today. Take time. Yeah. yeah, the beautiful like taking time with things, and I feel like we're obsessed with like making everything as fast as possible so we can go and do all the shit that we need to do. Yeah. It's like, hey. And it doesn't help that, like, obviously with stand-up, it's like sometimes you have to eat quickly or you don't have time to eat a normal meal because you're out and about. So it's like, that doesn't help. But I, d- I have just been, like, struggling to get into a routine of making any food for myself that isn't, like, uh-huh. the Trader Joe's Orzo that is, like, so <laughs> so Wait, easy to make a child so make dark it. behind you. There are 200 protein bars, and they're all in, bo- they're in packs of four, and oftentimes I'll take a four-pack with me and be like, this is what I have today. This is for my the road. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Anyway, so my boys club is anybody who knows how to like also Maddie can just like just like knows what ingredients to like always have on hand. No, I could she... I could not tell you beyond olive oil what needs to like, be. Here's around. where I knew that it was real with her is she knows what to do with um, a butternut squash. Yeah. And I feel like if you know what to do, if you're slice and dice and spiraling with a butternut squash, you are like... She makes amazing butternut squash pasta. And that's soups. the whole thing. It was a great fall. It was a great fall. And that's the other thing, too, is like I just go over to her house and I she makes dinner for like me and Issa and whoever. And Issa sometimes cooks, too. Like, I'm so spoiled. I can just go over there. And I was like, I'm just like never going to learn because I'm just going to be like, well, Maddie can make food. <laughs> Which isn't good. Maddie, that's you don't so have to nice. cook for me. Yeah, I feel like I will never... I can never take her cooking because I will never be able to return it if they favor her in any sort of way ever. No, but she loves to no, cook No, I knew you were going to say that. But like, <laughs> no. I will never owe anyone anything. Okay, fair enough. And um, having no debts is another boys club. <laughs> that is true. Um, all right, should we bring our guests in? Yes. Boys, our guest this week is an incredible stand-up comedian, one of my very favorites uh, in the scene. If you ever get to see him live, you have to. One of the best joke writers out there. He is currently writing for The Problem with Jon Stewart. Boys, please welcome Jay Jordan. Hello, what's Hi. up, boys? How y'all doing? Good. Hey, we're good. Do you, uh, you were laughing as we were talking about cooking. Do I was. You, do you cook? Yeah, I can cook. <laughs> I believe that. I can cook. You When Connor was like, butternut squash, I was like, that's a pretty, <laughs> pretty normal. Wait, do you make pasta with it? Yeah, you can make pasta with it, but just cubing up and roasting a butternut squash is like very simple. Okay, I was on a date one time with this guy who's like, we went on two dates and one okay. of them somehow was cooking together. Which that's is- a good date. It was. It was a good date. It was also our last date, but it wasn't our last date because of the cooking. <laughs> okay, yeah. all right. It was our last date because he was an ESTJ, and it went south. Oh no! Oh, but in that moment, it was what's... like, oh, you can do a lot with you can do a lot with a knife. Yeah, but like, what? I think that like the the hardest component to cooking is like going kind of with, from what Nico was talking about, where it's just utilitarian mm-hmm. and like nutrients in to being like, oh, okay, like what story do I want to tell? Like also like a lot of people. From I'm going to do it. A lot of people from my generation, uh, you two, <laughs> uh, watched enough Food Network in our free time that we just yeah. became like Food Network babies. So like I was raised by my mom, but I was also raised by like Rachel Ray and like <laughs> yes. uh, and yeah. like who was like, like um, Alton Brown. Who was the hot one? Did you watch Giada? Giada? Yeah. Giada, who always had her tits out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Giada, and who would become very Italian and back to normal whenever she had an Italian ingredient. But Sandra that. Lee, so like Bobby Flay. So like you would get a lot of basics in the afternoon if you ever like spent a summer or you like had time to watch daytime TV on the Food Network. So like there are a lot of basics that I can do. There are yeah. a lot of, and like concepts and like even like you love, You'll learn words like Maillard reaction, so you'll like know what the caramelization of proteins is and like why food looks and tastes good. So like, 
I think that both of y'all can learn how to cook. I know. I watched Nico. The- I think you will be an amazing cook one day and an Thank amazing you. dad. <laughs> both of those. That's a jump. <laughs> that's a that's a jump. That's a jump. But okay. Family meal. I think I because I, I like my version of that now is I watch I love watching cooking TikToks and yes. there's one uh, chef who it, she does amazing stuff and she does like very. Like, decently simple stuff. And yeah. I'm like, I think I could do this. It's really just me getting over the hump of being like, you can spend more than 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And so time is like a... And I say all of this with, like, pun woefully unintended, like a grain of salt. Because I'm also the comedian who's like, uh, okay, chicken, spinach, rice, go do a show. Go yeah. do two shows. Come back. You know, I'm also a person who, like, runs around and kind of, like, turns into a fucking meathead when... I don't have enough time for it. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to find time, and like especially with my day job right now, coaching soccer. Like I leave the house at three, I get back at six or six thirty or something, and then I have to run out. So I like I never really have time. But again, I should just meal prep and be ready for that. And like yeah, but then people will make fun of meal preppers because they'll be like, <laughs> oh, that's just leftovers. But like, there's so many different directions you can take cubed up chicken thighs. You do not have to just always eat it plain. Yeah. you can actually just Think about the convenience and then take it towards a certain like culinary route. You can be like, oh, okay, because I have, because I have turmeric and because I have like, um, I don't know, like curry powder. Like this can be like this kind of chicken. Oh, because I have like just lemon, basil, and oregano. This can be this kind of chicken. Like there yeah. are some easy hacks. Yeah, but yeah, it's also maybe it, I should just keep the. Food Network on in the background all the time, and I'll just like take it in that way. <laughs> Your white noise. Yeah, I think what's way. appealing about it is that like people say when they live alone for the first time, yeah. they're like, "Oh, we this is our space that we get to spend time curating." And food is kind of the same way, where it's like, "No, this can be whatever you want it to be." Yeah, if you, like invest time and like learn about it. And I think it's like having like listened to the way that Maddie talks about because she like like is a very good cook and also has like a degree in. Um, like nutrition and dietetics mm-hmm. and stuff. So she really knows like yeah. the food science stuff. So the way she talks about it being like so artful and like just having such a grasp over like so much beyond of what I, it just is like really opened my mind to like this could be enjoyable and artistic and like I could actually be like, hey, what do I want to eat tonight? Instead of just being like, what can I make that will take two minutes? <laughs> yeah. How many hours do you think you spend making a meal? Making a meal in a week? Yeah. Or one um, meal. Give me one meal. One meal, like the longest meal. Like I, you can make anything that like requires a braise is like three hours. Like anything that's like a low and slow thing, like in a Dutch oven, is like minimum three hours. But like something fast is like if you roast, if you like roast something that cooks fast in like in twenty five to thirty minutes, and then like you're also preparing your starch on the stovetop, yeah. and then you also like quickly do whatever you're trying to do with your vegetables that's like an hour see that's nice yeah i feel like anytime that's a good goal for us i like decide i'm like okay i'm gonna cook something today and i like find a recipe i want to do and then i go to the store and i buy all the things and then i'm in the kitchen like trying to do all the different parts at once and i feel i feel so anxious like i'm just like, <laughs> something's gonna boil over something's gonna burn it's I'm like just, your own yeah. personal iron chef yeah it is yeah. that is that being able to multitask while you cook is like one one crazy step beyond what you think it is because you always have to be like okay and i'm on top of this that's not gonna boil over 
those aren't going to burn and that's in the oven. You always have to be like, it's like when people say that juggling is like only really doing two things because like the other thing is in the air already. It's like that. Oh, I love that. They're like, well, I'm only worried about these two because that's in the air. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel like I'm living my life sometimes. <laughs> yeah, uh, I understand. Doing comedy, that, I mean, doing comedy in New York City is kind of like, oh, I know I can be late for this show because it won't start on time. So I can do this show that I forgot I had to do. Yeah. And okay, because I know this one is in this part of town, I'll just city bike to this instead of like actually taking a train. Yeah. Or you'd be like, oh, I'll just go at the end of this one. Or like you'll go, that's low priority. So like if I miss it, I'll just apologize. It's like that kind of. Yeah, yeah. Wait, did you start in New York? Um, I'm trying to think of the most honest way of comedy in Mississippi and Alabama, but mm. the ability to regularly do stand-up comedy is only available in places like New York yeah. and Chicago and probably Atlanta. No, and definitely Atlanta. But so whenever people go, oh, where'd you start? The first time I ever told a joke wasn't in New York City, but mm. like the first time I like was getting to go to Mike's every day, it was New York. Like it's yeah. not really, yeah. I don't know. That's cool. And you went to Ole Miss, right? I went to Ole Miss. That's right. I went to Ole Miss and I went, this is very funny. I went to Ole Miss and then because I wanted to go someplace completely different, I went to the University of Alabama. And so <laughs> the University of Alabama had a lot of money <laughs> and they wanted to pay me to go to grad school. So I pay, they paid me to go to grad school. Nice. Yeah. MFA Theater Arts. MFA acting, BFA acting, and before that, BA English. So I got three degrees. So I'm very old. All three, three of us. Three English BA majors. English. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah, started yeah. acting. I did leave the program, but it was, I was just a raging alcoholic and needed to make one change. And I, I mean, but that, that's what makes so many good actors. Though. Alcoholism. Alcoholism. And the ability to read. That's all you need. (laughs) And the ability to take abuse in a public setting from (laughs) instructors. Yeah. I didn't I never had like a terrible experience with like the way we were adjudicated or Uh the way that we like juried. But like other people, woo! They put those motherfuckers through it. Not yeah, me. My acting teacher was canceled, but I loved him. I loved Richard. That's actually, <laughs> he was got so much trouble. That's after. not what you say to people who have done bad. Things. <laughs> <laughs> he was canceled, but honestly, why? They're like he's emotionally I, abusive. Yeah. And yeah. it was like they didn't touch anyone. Like he kept his hands to himself, and he was just like a tough guy. He was like an old guy. <laughs> Did you do that thing where we would sit there and you'd be like, "Your eyes are brown," and you'd be like, "Yeah, my eyes are brown." Yeah. It's it's one of the reasons why like I'm it's one of the reasons why I'm okay with like this. So many comics never could never do this. Uh, Viewers who can't see, uh, yeah, eye contact, prolonged eye contact is so scary for so many comedians, and they don't know how to like turn it. They truly get weirded out by it, or they'll be like, I think Jay likes me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And they'll be like, I think me and Jay are gonna fuck. I'm like, that's never no. I was just like trying to talk to you like this yeah um, what is that exercise called well you sit in a chair knee to knee and you acknowledge things about people i mean yeah. people bastardize so many different exercises it's just like an observation and basically a discomfort exercise to get you like into your body but also mm. to be able to establish a connection with someone that seems real interesting yes. one time time the girl i was i was I got sober freshman year of college kind of but then one time she was like do you think you drink too much? And then the whole <laughs> class is like, 
And I was like, this is a lot. Also, wow. early so freshman year. Wow. I know, like, really. No. Like, honestly, it's funny because you ask so many questions. Kimmy Johnson, <laughs> she moved to Florida, got married, lives in Florida. There's- we had, um, we weren't allowed to do that. So part of the reason why I got a BA and a BFA is because they were like, this program is a four-year program with no breaks. Also, no one gets to skip a step. So I went to performing arts high school. I, and my major was theater. Pretty, I have been doing theater since, from sixth grade all the way through twelfth grade. But when I got to Ole Miss, I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna take a theater class. It'll be easy." It's like when people who already speak Spanish take a Spanish class. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Got this shit on lock." Ibsen, okay, blah, blah blah blah. Realism, Doll's House. I got this shit on lock. Proscenium. I got this shit. This is easy. And my theater teacher, Val, she was like. You've acted before, and I was like, oh, "Yes." Spotted. She was like, "You." She was like, "You should audition for the program." And I was like, "No, <laughs> no." I was like, "I'm getting a normal degree." And then a couple months later, I was like, oh, "I got audition for one play." Yeah. So, yeah, I um, I think that like the weirdest part of our program is that because it was four years and no breaks, but I was already on track for my English degree. So then I like had a sidestep. Luckily, I had scholarship money. And then I like got into the program. So I entered our freshman studio as a junior and then got through sophomore studio, then auditioned for the like kind of last two years of the program. And they were like, Jay's so mature. And I was like, no, 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 I'm old. You guys are are conflating the two. I'm not like on top of my shit. I just took my required classes already. I'm not having to worry. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, do you have to be in like a BFA program to audition for the plays that they put on at school? No, you can kind of be like a non-major. They will like, I'm sure usually pick in house. Yeah, but like every now and then they'll be like just a random person. And like, and as you know, like we're not at Elon, but at at Ole Miss they'd be like, we're gonna need some men. (laughs) We need some men. Who are men? And I'd be like, oh, you calling everyone a faggot. Got it. Okay, I see. I heard what you said. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh- <laughs> I was the only gay male in the program. Really? Isn't that crazy? But we had like nine straight men. Okay. I think they would pick any hot straight guy and then and that was it. This is evil, but that is also how... Hollywood works, so it's not. It's <laughs> not like they're getting you ready. The only one working right now. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's funny. Hawkeye, <laughs> and then Connor Proft played a played a teenager on Law and Order SVU. I was gonna Shout say that he was hot. He did play a teenager, but he's like fully 24 when he did. That's what we have to do. That's listen. That's if we want to talk about boys club, body dysmorphia, boys club is what happens when you go. Holy shit! That 20. Four-year-old is playing a 15-year-old. So then as a 15-year-old, you go, I should have delts. And you're like, mm-hmm. man, you're not going to have capped shoulders mm-hmm. at 15. I still think when I see someone with like a grown body, I'm like, wow, I can't wait to be grown. Same. <laughs> it's like, no, it's here. Well, like, like, well but I've, I'll push back a little bit because muscle maturity and weight distribution and like bone settlement is also a thing. So there is like a level. Oh, give me a timeline. Well, people that are people don't believe in this science, and it is a bit of I like mythology. <laughs> no, but like when someone's like, "Oh, I'm an ectomorph," it's like, "Well, you're not an ecto. You're not like a, a true ectomorph. You're not like never gonna gain weight." But some people do just settle into their weight much later in life, and some people are just slight. So then, when they finally have like what's considered like middle age spread, they just start to look 
like beefier. Yeah. So it's just like that. Yeah. Were you always like, because you uh, like to work out now, did yeah. you, you always like lift when you were growing up or anything? No, 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 no. This shit happened when I was 20. So I was always like real thin and always like just extremely funny. And so then when I was like 20, I had like my meathead summer where I was friends with a dude who was an operatic tenor, which is very funny. But he was a meathead because he played football, but he also did opera because he got an opera scholarship yeah. named Logan, which is the best gym name <laughs> logan we love a logan in the gym yeah so that summer logan was like okay here's all the stuff you need so then i became obsessed with the gym that summer and then craziest thing in the world happened i had two girl roommates before that summer i got two dude roommates named colin and mike also great gym names <laughs> yeah mike was he was an exercise science major. So then we just have a meathead house. Yeah. We just have a house full of boys who want to go to the gym. That's it. That's all we do. So then I have that for like two years. And so that's when I like get obsessed with it. And then um, and then I want to say like in grad school, I was like, oh, I like this. I'm still going to keep doing this. And because the facilities at college uh, – the gyms at colleges are so good mm -hmm. and so free. Mm -hmm. So then you have that. And then I moved to New York City. I got my ACE certification as a personal trainer the summer before I moved to New York City so I could be ah, a personal trainer. Smart. I moved to New York City. Uh, my first gig as a personal trainer before I went private, I was at David Barton Astor Place, which <gasps> is now New York Sports Club Astor Place. But, yeah, I was at David Barton, no. the, dirty, the most – the seediest gay gym ever. <laughs> do you understand? In the, night, right? in the middle of the night. Do you understand what happened, Connor? Let me do, okay. So Nico Connor fraud. Listen, not only fraud. Listen to this fucking shit. White on some crime. real, on some real housewife shit. <laughs> one of my fellow trainers, Matt, who is such a sweet man. He's been in Broadway Bears. He's so hot. He's so talented. He's a he's a sculptor, but he also is just in amazing shape and a great trainer. He was like, oh, Jay, um, make sure you get your stuff. The gym might be closed tonight. And my response, being a dumbass, was like, it closes every night. Whoa, <laughs> why am I going to clear out my locker? He's like, no, no, no. The, you know the gym might close down tonight. And I was like, no, we only sh shut down, like, the Las Vegas one and, like, the like this Chicago, you're in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Okay, so so you know about this I was shit. In Chicago so you know about this shit. So then I was like, why would that happen? I was on the Upper East Side location, like 85th and Madison, and I was like training the client, but also going to work out. And I was like, why would this happen? And he was like, because I was like, well, Matt, this doesn't make any sense. Why would the gym shut down? My checks have only bounced twice. And he was like, oh, <laughs> do you hear yourself? And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> So then I went home, grabbed the gym bag, come back, grabbed all my stuff. The next two days, everyone was like in limbo. And then they sh shut down um, over a break. It was, I remember it was cold. And then, uh, yeah, it kind of screwed everyone. I was able to take some of my clients with me to my personal training place where I was like doing my private clients in uh, Chelsea. But it was wild. It was wild. Because that gym First of all, that building, the space used to be a Barnes & Noble. <laughs> so when you convert a space to a gym, and you know this, when you convert a space to a gym, you sink so much money into it because of the equipment mm -hmm. and because of the moving costs. So changing anything back from a gym to anything else is so much harder than just another gym buying it. 
So the minute that that place like went under, New York Sports Club was like, yeah, we're gonna get that shit. So now you know New York Sports Club have it, but it was. It was they, insane. They took people's money in like the dark. I just remember people. In they take people's. Going, like, do you understand? They took everything. <laughs> it's not even. It's not that they took people's money. So they put a. They like signed people up for packages for as training as they, as packages, they like the week before. Oh, they wow. like fucked people like that. They wow. didn't tell. This is any... a whistleblowing podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's why I'm so surprised that y'all motherfuckers signed up for Temple. Do you understand? <laughs> That David Barton has a history of fucking people over at Business Wise. Yes. Wow. Did you? Can you not tell from the aesthetic where it's like? I mean, you could definitely get your dicks up here. Also, we have some weights. Like it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. Where now? You go to. Where do you go now? Where do I go now? I think I know the answer. Where? I think you. It's purple. No, fuck no. Not I'll fight you. Obvious. I'll fucking kill you. Wait a second. Connor, I've never been more offended in my fucking Wait, life. Can I, give me two guesses. Crunch. No. No. Crunch. They have <laughs> I'm telling you. I go to New York Sports Club and I go to Blank. Uh, well, I go to two. two. I was, yeah. was going to guess Blank. I go to two. So I have a Blank that's within less, that's like a three minute walk from my house. And I have a New York Sports Club all over the city. I think Blink is incredible. I went there one time. They did not have clips for the squat rack. Die. <laughs> <laughs> you need clips on your weights. <laughs> you need, here, okay, so the funniest part about Blink is that sometimes Blink is like great, and sometimes Blink is just like packed. Yeah, yeah. You can like go to Blink and be like, "Well, I wanted to work out today, but you know what? Sometimes foam rolling is just as important." He'll <laughs> <laughs> be like, "Okay, I guess I'm good. A bunch of myofascial release. I'm fine." People who work well now, well you work, you work kind of nine to five, no? No, yeah, I work like a, I work like a ten to six, and then I do stand up, so I'm a dummy. Um, so the gym is probably. I just I go packed. mornings, and then I go whenever I can, and then weekends. But, like, the big thing for me, I just need, I guess, like, my boys club is the stupid gym. I guess that's a, it's, it's a boys club. It's also just, like, weird because I love certain parts of it and also hate certain parts of it. Like, what? I was going to say, I used to go to Blink, but it was, like, I would get so stressed out about how many people were there. So then I yeah. started going to one that was closer to my house that's, like, uh, sometimes nobody's in there. If there's ten people in there, I'm pissed. It's, like, a very small <laughs> gym, and it's very, like... Crossfit-y. Bare bones, yeah, it's kind of crossfitty. All right, um, box jumps. Yeah, I do my box jumps. They they have like Nico's an athlete. Nico, okay, so we probably should put that line in the sand as far as like people who are actually doing something and people who are just <laughs> engaging in vanity. No, that's because true. I'm very vain. I have nothing to prove. I love box jumps. I love pull ups, but I also am a egomaniac and a narcissist. <laughs> Can I catch a ball? Fuck yes, I can catch a ball. Okay, same. <laughs> Everyone here can catch a ball, and that's incredible. What it's ball are we balls. talking about? I really can't catch a ball. You can catch a ball. Any ball, name the ball. I could maybe catch a, a large ball. Yeah, some balls are pretty large. It's a large. Throw you like an exercise ball. I'm sure you could get that. Yeah, like a large. <laughs> All underhand toss. We went to Mardi Gras. And Nico's gonna throw, throw a Swiss ball. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it's gonna bounce off of him. <laughs> and everyone was like, had their hands out to catch their beads. Mardi Gras, and then I was like, and you did. Are you just? Okay, but at the very end, you caught one, and you said, "I can do things." Twenty-eight floats in. <laughs> the, the thing. Okay, so beads. Okay, here's a, the best way to catch beads. Isn't like this. It's like this. Mm. You like snatch beads mm-hmm. out of the air. I am learning still in my life that it's like 
eye, hand, you see it with your eyes, then you take your hands and you grab it. Yeah. Hand-eye coordination. Kids learn that. I didn't. Like, <laughs> you do have to Up next, Reconner, object permanent. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I really working towards. No, I, but like some, uh, some balls are like, I love that this can be clipped out. Some balls are like, <laughs> grab that ball. And some yeah. balls are like, palms open because you don't want to like okay so like a basketball that's yeah. like completely different it's 100 percent so different than trying to catch like a softball or like even like a small like like yeah. a nerf ball right yeah i mean a baseball is coming for you well you shouldn't be trying to ever catch if you're actually playing baseball and you're trying to catch a baseball with your bare hand you're dumb Go home. yeah Go well you're home. stupid yeah. you don't like your hand i think my favorite pastime did you ever play run the bases in what what a fun game. What capacity? What I are we stay, saying? My dad would stay at You home. would just run the bases? Yeah, I stayed home. So dad. everybody else would hit and you would just you were the designated runner. <laughs> <laughs> now that's that we think about that, it's like what, 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 yeah, well, you're everybody else is playing baseball. And a part of a game. <laughs> and wall ball. So you ever play wall ball? Yeah, yes. I did like wall it's ball. It's a beautiful game. Yeah. You play it by yourself. Yeah. I I was like growing up, I like played basketball for fun and then like we had that one summer. It was around like 13 where all my friends like had growth spurts. I was like, oh, so everyone's going to get good at basketball without <laughs> telling me. <laughs> and they're like, we're going to audition for a middle school team. And I was like, uh, I, you know, so I audition. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, um, you guys, I'm not good enough to play basketball against not my friends. <laughs> so I remember that being like a big line for me. I was like, well, theater it is. Yeah. I was the opposite where I came from a sports background. And then when I got to college, I did some sketch comedy stuff. Yeah. And I would say, yeah, when are we doing tryouts? And they were like, it's auditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's also like whenever you have like any sort of like gym bro experience like I had, you kind of you sympathize particularly with the fact that like a space for boys to better themselves really only exists physically and mm-hmm. not emotionally or like spiritually. I guess church, but like it really, really was like just like a, it was like a third space because what happens is like you go to school, then you go home and like you definitely can go out to bars and you definitely can like interact and have social interactions that way. But if you want to have like sober cognizant interactions and like fun and just kind of shoot the shit with your boys like a lot of times you would just be like oh we're gonna go to the gym and then we're gonna like eat and then we're gonna watch tv and it was truly a space that i thought was like net positive Mm -hmm. but i also understand that like there's so many things tied up in the way that we police people's bodies that i get it the gym is not welcoming to everyone i understand that yeah because i i like it not everyone does my husband does not like the gym and if you feel welcome in a gym, then you're in a boys' club. You <laughs> <laughs> acknowledge that. With with everyone the, in this room feels of welcome us. in a gym. It is true, though. Yeah. It I is, mean, yeah. It's scary. There are people, it does take enough of a learning curve that people can look at a piece of equipment and be like, I know what to do on that. Uh, it totally. Me, okay, so it wasn't until I had, I had a trainer for like two months, which was insane. That money was so crazy. It was a crazy use of money. But what that boy, Caleb, what yes. he did for me was, he's yes. like, this is a squat rack. Shout out to Caleb. Mm-hmm. Caleb, shout out. And here's like 20 great, things you can do with great it. Great gym name. Yeah. Caleb with a K. 
With a K? With a K? Oh my god, I can see the tattoos now. He rode his bike down from like like way up uptown and he was Was he ever like kinda stinky when he came in? Yeah, he was sweaty. He was sweaty and he was five eight. That is too horny for me. I would get nothing done. I remember one time he's like, So you got a boyfriend? And I was like, We can just ask people that. People I was like, Welcome to New York. You were like, No, 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 Caleb, I'm not ready for this. That's so funny. That is that is true though. That's something that I have like I kind of recently realized I had like the advantage of privilege, like, the privilege of privilege. Yeah, Nico? was that I I know how to do everything in the gym because of having like lifted in college and yeah. stuff like that. Like I just uh, that was taught to me throughout you know being a high school yeah, and college yeah. athlete. So I just like never I was never nervous about going to the gym. Yeah, I was like really confined to the one thing I want to do now is my parents when I was a kid they like told us certain things and most of them were stupid. They're like never dive head first into a pool, which is the only way to dive into a pool. Okay. They're like we know someone that died doing that. Yeah, this is a we, do they mean like without water? I don't know what their deal okay. was. I think they just didn't trust you to they get just didn't, They knew that it wasn't going to be good. And then they're like never lift anything over your head without a spot or we know someone that died doing that. So I never will I needed a lifting partner that will spot me on the chest cuz I can only ever do dumbbells. Can I say this is a wild thing to say because like if a bar is 45 pounds you can overhead press that you'll be fine mm-hmm. some fucking crossfit bars are 15 pounds they need to believe i think they mean where you're lying down it's the one where like it would bench fall, press and then you'd be like oh you mean the your... fact they don't want you yeah. to like crack your sternum yeah they're okay so here's the thing about benching and especially specifically barbell bench for boys so monday international chest day everyone loves chess everyone loves building a chest the best way to build a chest, technically, if we look at like studies, is gonna either be like dumbbell bench press, specifically dumbbell incline bench press, yes. or and or cable press and cable flies because of range of motion and tension and just the angle of attack. But because bench press is so sexy and because you got to like bench 225, however many times the NFL combine, everyone's like, oh, what's your fucking bench? What's your bench? It, it became like this like cultural phenomenon for people to be obsessed with. But like barbell bench is a high. It's full gold. It's just, I mean, like it, you're doing work, but it's not the most effective work that you could be doing. The next time I see someone doing it, I'm going to be like. Should I go? Tell no, the thing that you actually <laughs> should tell people, I'll go on record saying this as a personal trainer, decline bench. You never need to do decline bench. It's goddamn impossible to hang at a decline and then like move weight up and forward away from because that's actually the most dangerous mm-hmm. thing to do without a spotter. That is crazy. Is because it's semi behind you. You bring it forward, so you're having to like basically stabilize through your lats and bring the weight forward and come down at an angle that is way more dangerous than flat or incline bench. Is that angle supposed to be your lower chest? Allegedly, look at the stu- but look at the studies for it because there's technically no lower chest. I know, I know, I know. You I know, know that. I know, I know, and I hate that because you know what I want so bad. I want a mid chest and I want a lower chest. You know what don't exist either of those things. Yeah. I aren't real. I looked in the mirror for the first time the other day and saw that I had like a little bit of a mid chest forming, and I was like, "How? It's working." <laughs> I think it all. It's little by little. All of it will just come. I know, detail. slowly but surely. I like build a chest from nothing, and I think I have like okay tits now, but like. 
I built it from not from deficit. I feel like I was like in a hole. If you saw my dad's butt, I just want everyone to know that I have my dad's butt. <laughs> Wait a minute. Well, how do we get to your dad's butt? His butt, because when people see my butt, they're like, "That's a normal butt," and I was like, mm, "You don't understand where I. You don't understand the difference between equity and equality. You don't understand where I started from. I started from nothing." Are you oh saying my that? God. Are you saying that he doesn't have a butt? He, he knows. Your dad has negative He's butt? No butt. I'm sorry, Mr. James. You've seen your dad's butt? Yeah, you, you see it. You've you, seen your dad's bare bottom? Um, I'm sure I have in my life. Like, we used to go to swimming lessons. Everyone's a swimming lessons. <laughs> but just in jeans? But, like, even now, like, khakis. Okay. Khakis. Yeah. The man wears khakis. Yes. And they, he has no butt. And, like, I started with that. There was no butt. And I used to think it was bony. I was like, it's not even bony. It's just flat. It's I like, have, like, yeah. I have, like, um. It's, re- it's like, um. Deep South Republican a little bit. Yeah, there is, <laughs> yeah. Like you need to get spicy. It's tucked in with a red polo. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, first of all, okay, so two things. This is making me think of um, Maddie's joke, which is very funny. Oh, the, the, yeah, 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 yeah. But then also, I like have a butt, but, but I will also say that I actively like care about symmetry, but like every, every boy though is always like, yeah, but I mean like, as long as the top's bigger. Every boy who'll be like, no, I care about my legs. I care about my legs. I care about mm-hmm. being kicked up. I care about my quads. I care I care about I care about my hams. I care about hammy hang. I care about my calves. But like if you ask any of those guys if they could make their arms a little bit bigger or their shoulders a little bit bigger, unless they compete. Unless they compete. And unless they compete in briefs, not like board shorts, unless they're doing classic physique or like actual bodybuilding, bodybuilding, they'd be like, you can give, you can put it on top. Yeah. You can put it on top. Oh, yeah. You can put it on top. For like your head, if it's a drop one, you're dropping like. What's up? For like a V taper. Well, yeah, because like the V taper is actually like people are like, you actually want to be like built like an X. You actually want to have like pretty good legs too. Like, I mean, I get it. I agree, but well, I mean, there's a lot of people with a lot of opinions about these things. Like, I feel like anytime I look it up, I'm just like, I've read 17 different right? opinions on these things. And because, like, I, your glutes are always going to get more work than anything else. I feel like also, like, with, like, former athletes, like, you don't even know because, like, some former athletes should be like, that guy has a great ass. Oh, he doesn't even squat that heavy. And you'd be like, well, he also was in college for four years working, literally working his ass off. So it's like. Yeah. There's so many muscles in my legs that I, like, will always have because of soccer. Like, yeah. It just, like, it forever. just is. They were just developed always. And I'll never have calves. That's okay. You'll never... Well, here's the thing. You might have calves. You might just have, like, a very high insertion point. Because, like, I have... I'm one of those people who's like, oh, I don't have calves. I don't have calves. But no, I just have have very high calves. Wait, you absolutely have calves. But look at how... Okay, so, like, if we actually... You guys can't see. So, like, this is my Achilles tendon. We're inspecting Jay's So, like, if you look at how long your Achilles tendon is versus like where your soleus and gastroc come in, like your calf might just be super high. It's not that you have no calves. Your calves might just be Let's high. <laughs> Let me see. Well, I've got a, mine are kind of lower. Yeah. Do you understand? No, I do. <laughs> I have no calves. 20, what did just do calf raises every day? But, then, but morphology is like also something that people just do not believe in until like someone tells them. Case in point. Okay, so like the reason someone's chest might be smaller, it goes all the way down like how long their levers are. So if like working out is all about physics basically and like mechanics. So like if your levers are shorter, you can generate more force. So then you also have like 
less to build out. So it's like both morphology and the mechanics of it. But like my fucking arm, I'm not six feet. I'm what, 5'10? But my arm's like 6'2. So, like, of course, it takes me longer to build up my chest and my arms. Yeah. But then also, like, I have like a good back because of the amount of leverage I have when I do pulling movements. So it's just like shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. I was always so annoyed in in college when we would do like because we would like have to keep track of our lifting and they would yeah. like have us compete for like who you know each of the exercises yeah, yeah. and i was always so pissed because like the women who had like huge boobs and like short arms could bench press so much of course they weren't going that far and i was of like course. I okay i'm convinced that i wasn't born to squat <laughs> you weren't we we're talking about your, my your genetic butt <laughs> are longer i but i love like okay Get, uh, like a backwards lunge or a cross back mm-hmm. lunge. Me and Emily Blunt are out here doing cross back <laughs> lunges. All right. Like okay. For, and I love those. But if I squat, my chest just, like, it's so uncomfortable. And I think it's because my legs are disproportionately long and my torso is a little bit chody, which I'm not sensitive about. But I'm just like, okay, I don't think God wanted me to squat. It's like so uncomfortable and miserable that I'm like, this is not for you, babe. Um, yeah, working within your body is also like super important. And that's something that like personal trainers try to tell their clients but then because people also like consume so much media where like so many guys now like oh they like basically ego lift okay you work at a bank what is the point of you having a one rep max Mm -hmm. what is the point what what is truly the point one rep max is a ridiculous thing to do but that's what i'm saying yeah you work at a bank yeah. Chase, you you don't <laughs> like what? Am yeah. I supposed to it's like care that's how you about? You get hurt. Like don't. Yes. Do that. Yeah. Now the three of eyes are public figures. So yeah. Now it's different for me. Yeah. These no. shirts might Actually, be off on camera. We gotta be looking good. This matters. First of all, I don't squat have anymore because I'm in my thirties. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I tweak a disc. I can't do shows that night. It's just like yeah. not worth it. Not worth yeah, you it gotta all. survive this world. Yeah, and in New York, if you ever get injured in New York, it is hell. Yeah, I don't have insurance. Yeah, you're fucked. If you need to, like, have crutches, it's rough. You know what I'm saying? You get, it's the worst. I know. I'm imagining right now, like, having a cast and it being exposed to just the city. Yeah, gross. I had two boots on at the same time one time. Two boots? Chicago, only in Chicago. Two boot that. Connor? Which feels like they would cancel each other out. You were two booting? I had a tibia get... and a fibula. No. I used to. Um, this is where people are like, well, you, are you sober? Like, or are you Con- stretching? Connor, can I just say, this is funny. It's it funny chaotic. to imagine someone with two boots on. And then I did. Because that's just like, now so you're just wearing boots. <laughs> you're just wearing boots. And every time I would cross the street, it would be, it reminded me of, we, I would do T-ball. And when you do T-ball, the guy in the pitcher's mouth would have to be like, is everybody ready? Just like teach us how to like ask each other questions. And me crossing the street felt like that. Because I was like, once I start. You've all got to stay in place. Like, I can't. I can't. Two boots? It's so bad. You had two boots? You walk carefully. Yeah. Did people point and laugh? I think they were just like, uh, no. Did you read A Little Life? It's no, about, it's about ableism, but it, I think that okay, they, no, 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 oh, no, right. no, no, not that you're ableist. I think they're right. using with two boots. My mom taught special ed for no, no, 30 no. years. <laughs> two boots is so, so the fact that you crazy that you're like that person has a bone disease, like that. Like, <laughs> they don't, that's not from a normal thing. That's a bone. If I saw someone have. wearing two boots, I would go, Something happened. <laughs> There's we you'd be like we've gotta no stop going into cars. Left. Yeah, I just yeah. I mean I I've never I've never 
I ran too much. I've never broken a bone. There, one time I remember I have like, I got like a pretty bad like bone bruise, and that shit like made me. I was like, no, it's broken, but I was fine. Uh, I want to say tailbone. Oh, and you know what it was from? You know the worst part? Water slide. Oh shit. Water slide. Did it was one. Like the, it was one of the ones with like some heel hills and uh, that shit. Yeah. So like, yeah. You were the exact right size for it to just slam you up. I fucking. I bet Ooh. I'll never go down another water slide. Why not? I don't know. I just don't see a part of life. Jesse wants to go to the, the one, one of the ones in Florida. Connor, like Connor, ones. are you are you dying? Can I say <laughs> easiest make a wish ever? <laughs> I don't think I'll ever go down another water slide. You know, there's one in Jersey, right? Don't ever think about things that you're like. I don't ever do that ever. Again. No, you will. I can I, you can will. I say something? I guarantee you. I'll be on you the water will. Slide. Nico, help this boy. Yeah. Get and when I do, we're going on a water I'm going to think back to this conversation. Yeah. In our in our world, our jobs as people is to try to monopolize things in others' brains to ensure <laughs> that they will think of us again. That is a manipulation technique that I'm down for. Next, <laughs> next time you see a Tootsie Pop, you're going to be like, Connor. No, I'll be like, Wah. um. <laughs> I'll be, I, it, Connor, I want you to know something. When I think of Tootsie Pops, I think of the owl. Mm-hmm. I think of yeah. the little boy. And then I think of Nico. And now I'm <laughs> 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 Also, I like manipulation techniques, like, when you say stuff like that. Because there is, like, this weird part of me that also understands that the gym was, like, basically a pathogen that was given to me. Yeah. And then I <laughs> ended up... Also being a vector and giving it to other people, mm-hmm. whether that's like you know morally right or whatever. But I also like it's like body dysmorphia is one of those things where like you get it and then you give it to people if you if you do it right. Do you think we all have body dysmorphia? In this oh, one hundred percent. Have you ever seen Have you ever seen a Marvel movie? Do I have body no. dysmorphia? You've never seen a Marvel Wait, movie? I'll say yes for to, for the person. Wait a second, is Connor for real? Wait, yes. Do you yeah. think I've seen a Marvel? Connor, you've never seen, seen a Marvel movie? No. Wait, you've never seen a Marvel. movie? I don't know Nico. if this was going to be your boys' club, but I, you're big you've into. You've never seen a Marvel into movie. I'm a huge. I'm a huge, right? huge X Men guy, but like I, I also love Wait, you. Jessica Alba's in them. But here's why it's relevant. Here's why it's relevant. <laughs> no, is she she's not. She's in two. She's in the two Fantastic Four joints. Because my question is, those why is she famous? I why is Jessica Alba famous? Alba is famous. I don't know why she's a Jessica billionaire. Jessica Alba is beautiful. I know. Every podcast I come for a different woman. Can I, can I be, can I be so honest? Bad. I'm going to say something kind of wild. You're asking why Jessica Alba is famous with Emily Ratajkowski's book right here? <laughs> yeah. Literate, literacy. It's, Are uh, you, okay. I'll say something very misogynistic. Tiny arms, huge boobs. Duh. Like, what wait, are we talking about? Okay, so I was a part of Book of the Month Club, which okay. is where you pay $12 and I send you a book every month, which is crazy because you know what? All read. books on Amazon, I know that I've never read any of them. The only books I've ever read are ones I went to Strand. You know, Jessica, you know Jessica Alba was like a huge star in the early 2000s. Wait, but what was she in? She was in Honey. She was. What is that? Honey is a movie about her being a dancer. What made me think of it Miss was Miss Elliott was in. Did you watch Never Been Kissed? Yes. Okay, so I was watching Never Been Kissed. Okay. And and I was watching it at like three in the morning, time I go to bed, and okay. I was so captivating. I was up the whole time. I yes. could not fall asleep. But I was like, oh my god, Josie Grossi? is who's that? Never Been Kissed. What's Drew that? Barrymore. Yeah. Josie Grossi. Oh, I never know people's names. No, they called <laughs> her Josie Grossi. Did you not watch the film? I was so far and I got bad. It was white noise, but I was like kind of. Who was who was her brother in the movie? David Arquette. Okay, so you did watch it. I watched. 
At least parts. I saw. <laughs> okay. And um, but I was like Jessica Alba, like because she's kind of like the Mandy Moore yeah. character. Because like I feel like Mandy Moore in Princess Diaries is such a trope. Okay. That like she, even though this was before that movie came out, she was like the Mandy Moore character. And then it's like, what else did she do other than start a baby food company and skincare? And okay. And she was an actress. She was she was like a big actress because she seems like she should be a singer. Like her vibe no, is singer. No, her vibe, her vibe is like, if you, if this is gonna sound terrible, but I'll say it. If Jennifer Garner wasn't nearly spicy enough for you, you would go Jessica Alba. Mm. Does this make sense? It makes sense because she's like a mom and like kind. But now, now that's not who they were. Yeah, they were sexy. Did you watch Alias? Yes. Yes. Did you but, watch Alias? I didn't see Alias. But Jessica Alba was in that same world. Yeah. So that's why Jessica Alba was famous. She played Sue Storm, which here's the crazy part. So Jessica Alba, very, very much Morena. So the, her features couldn't be darker. Sue Storm, the person she played on the Fantas- uh, from the Fantastic Four, arguably top five most famous blondes in all of superhero comics. So they gave her a blonde wig and these blue contacts, and she looks ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Blonde Jessica Alba is very hot, but hot in the way you're like, that's fake. You know yeah. how you can sometimes yeah. look at someone and be like, I love how fake you look. Yeah. I'm very interested in how fake you are. Fantastic Four seemed like a weird franchise that kind of like was a a blip in the, and then kind of went away. It was before everything was actually like under one umbrella. So it technically isn't part of the MCU canon of movies. And they're actually kind of like redoing the Fantastic Four. But the wild part about Fantastic Four is are you ready for this? So you know who played the Human Torch in the Fantastic Four films? Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> no, so, so the Human Torch is a boy. Yeah. Uh, that's and, not the and, and no, that's not a problem. Johnny Storm is actually a very interesting, maybe queer character. We've never discussed it, but we should. Mm-hmm. So it's played by Chris Evans. Right. Oh. And then Chris Evans eventually went on to be Captain America. And Captain America is probably one of the most glaring examples of super body dysmorphia yeah. that we have in the recent comic book kind of lexicon and like kind of collective memory. There's a scene in Captain America where he comes out of like the chamber after he's mm-hmm. been like transformed. And when I say that it's the best pecs I have ever seen mm-hmm. in my entire, you'll never get pecs as big as these. Chris Evans also has put on record and said on record, he's like, I'll never get that big again. I'll never look like that again. It was, that was like the only time I could ever look like that. Yeah, I think they're That's all miserable clarity. after they've Oh, yeah. It. It's like not healthy. Oh, they talk about how like they are so full, but also so tired, but also so drained. Like it's insane the way that Hemsworth talks about it. Mm-hmm. Like Evans talked about it. Um, I'm trying to think. There was someone else who was like pretty vocal about just how taxing it was for yeah. the Any of those for people. their body. Because he goes into the chamber looking like a, a, it's CGI. Than me, it's, yeah, it's it, like, and, yeah. and it is CGI. But him coming out of the chamber, actually, people use it on a lot of articles about body dysmorphia, uh, particularly like this new wave of like all men should look like superheroes, kind of like discourse. Yeah, so this is actually out? this is actually very funny because this is the boys' club that I'm not a part of, and it's not okay. So I watched Euphoria, I watched Insecure, I watched uh, what I, I watched Game of Thrones, I watched House of Dragons, Succession. I'm not a succession boy. I'm not a succession boy or a billions boy. I, that's a boys club I am not a part of. Okay. Financial family, New York, crazy <laughs> dramas. I just, not I can't. You. No, it's not, that, it's not that it's not for me. I just, 
never got into it and now it is too late for me it's too late for me all right much like connor will never be on another water slide <laughs> i will never i will never watch succession the way y'all have okay and i just i lost out on that period of time i was too busy getting famous and being on tv and shit <laughs> but it's just it's done i was i was too busy showing my actual ass on hbo but i just never and never i never got it do you have any desire to like try to watch it now yeah i watched the pilot and the i understand why people were watching it but so many people straight up told me they're like jay you have to like try it you have to like work through those first couple of episodes mm. especially with that show because like the pilot is like oh brian cox his pee is weird okay right. oh he's okay all right family drama interesting i guess i think they need to release a worksheet that you fill out while you watch it, and then I'll maybe pay attention. But if not, you, I'm like, do you watch it? No, I get really lost. See, it's a, it's t you watch it. I love it. See, it's my. And like, you see this? I love it. So makes me excited. want to watch it because I know that you have you have good taste. Thank you. And I cannot. You call it the highest art or something. I know. When White Lotus was on, you were like, "This is the B team. Wait for Succession." Oh, okay. So I also was like, I was like soft on White Lotus. Like I was like, watch it, do a little thing. Watch yeah. it. I could like come I in out of. I could fine. come in and out of White Lotus. Yeah. Unless Mike White is a listener, then, you know, <laughs> I'm, I would love Cast to be anywhere. Love to be. I think White Lotus, the way that it's set up is you can also, like, be really invested in certain storylines and have no idea what is going on in the other yeah. ones and still be fine. Yeah. Like, it's, like, very – it's almost sketchy in but, that But, like, yeah. it, it, it is sketchy, and that's why it made for a very funny sketch on SNL. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, it's so funny because, like, Ego was – I think Ego said something about Black Lotus before I saw the sketch, and I was like – Oh, they gonna make that into something. <laughs> I was like, oh, they definitely gonna make that into something. <laughs> um, but like Sunday shows on HBO, usually I can like I most of them I try to watch. I really do. I enjoy the fact that it's like one of the last remnants of must see TV. Mm -hmm. But Succession, I'm not in that boys club. I wish I was. I wish I could be there with y'all. I'm just not. And there's no women. There is women. Shiv. There's tons of women. I, I what are you talking about? I Shiv's little women. Uh, Shiv's little boyfriend who works in DC. Works out of my gym. Wow. Is Nate is in character. Wait, in that little gym that you work out of? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Here's my question. Here's my question. Um, as far as like, do you have a show that you like? I love that other people. You love girls. Other people don't. I love girls. I'm part. I'm part of the girls. I love girls. I talk about girls a lot. We. Girls makes me cry. Girls is very funny because someone recently said oh i'm a i'm like shoshana and i was like absolutely no not. no no, no. but this is what they said and you know who it is this is what they said they said oh jay you're shoshana i was like no i was like i'm a marnie and they're like that's bad don't don't brag about that no it's not bad because she believes so hard in her but that's mom. what i'm saying i'm a i think i think i'm a marnie hannah cusp i think mm. we're all hannah it's and, kind of like sex in the city we're all honestly carrie like like Carrie has to be a part of you if you actually are going through this city. Like yeah. if you are a person that wakes up every day with a dream, you're a little Hannah and you're a little Carrie. Okay, yeah. yes, yes, yes. You have to be. Shoshana, what I don't like about Shoshana is just like that, like fuck the Jamba jeans. I'm sorry that you didn't get your <laughs> jean job. Those people are vapid. <laughs> but like what I was saying about the other day, do you remember? Do you remember when they're sitting in the in the diner and Hannah's uh -huh. asking at 
Oh, you're, you gave up on it. So I'm I didn't spoil give up it. on it. This is what happened. I I love. Wow, it. is this how we did we like? So Nico was like succession, and then now we're like doing that. Girls, <laughs> Nico. No, yeah. so I like girls. I like girls. Funny. I like girls. I I watched all the first season. Love the first season. The first five episodes of season two, I fucking love. I this is feedback for Lena Dunham. I was watching them straight through the first five episodes of season two. I was like, this is some of the best oh, television. This divide ever. is very loved faggot it. coded. Thank I want you. <laughs> and then when I got to, I was just watching it in like February when I was feeling seasonally depressed, and I was like. Like, and she was going through like some like of her OC like those episodes where well that like, episode I kind of it skipped. takes like a diff a little bit of a more serious turn around mm -hmm. season, late season two early season three and I emotionally was just not in the place where I was like this is not fun for me to watch right now I was just like this is not like the TV I want to consume right now I get that with the, and there are gonna be lots of episodes like that especially towards the end some of the choices that yeah. Hannah makes in that final season what wait do you remember her sitting in the diner. With Adam and mm -hmm. Adam's like, I'm, I'm I'm gonna go get diapers right now. Uh -huh. I'm gonna help you raise the baby. What, what are and, you doing? And she's just Connor, sitting there. And she's, Connor, Connor, he has spoiled so you, much of it. Connor, for me. that's a crazy <laughs> so, thing to say. That's a crazy thing it's to 10 tell. Ten years old people have to know. That's a crazy <laughs> thing. And, and okay, Nico, guess what? It's not Adam's baby. Oh wow. Wait, are you mad? No, because you've spoiled so much. I just expect it now. You gave up on it. I didn't give up on it. I told you my my full fledged my vulnerable. But a Matt, okay, but the, okay. So Nico, knowing what you know, I didn't mean to spoil X Men. Knowing <laughs> what you know about Hannah, imagine that woman with a baby a child. I know. I know. What? But not. And can I spoil one one thing? Sure. Not even in New York. She leaves New oh, York, Iowa, and it's like right? you can't leave. Yeah. No, not for Iowa. That's for school. You can leave for a program. She leaves for um the for MFA life. program in Iowa. Yes, yes, yes. She leaves wow. for life. Yeah. Ooh. But that moment where they're sitting in the diner, and there's like this thing where it's like he's she has everything that she's ever wanted, and that's him, and it's right in front of her, and she just knows that it's not true and it's not real, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm sobbing, and it's winter. Wow. It was just beautiful. Okay. I, the Patrick Wilson episode is the one that I look at that thing about all the time. About all the hey, time. When she gets to play. Is that the one where she... What an interesting take on that episode. I love that episode. Is that what I was supposed to get out of that episode? I love that episode. Marnie yes, Charlie. that's the one where she like goes over the to that Marnie Yes. the trash, right? It starts with the trash at Grumpy's Cafe. Yes. yes. And then she ends up being at his house for like three days in a row or whatever. Or 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Yes, I love that one. I love that episode. You like the Marnie Charlie episode? I love the Marnie Charlie I love the episode. Marnie, I love that Marnie episode, but also the wildest part of the episode, say it with me, Barefoot. Woo! Barefoot. Does she welcome back to Chinatown Barefoot? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. And then she's, but, okay, here's my theory on girls. Girl, here's what girls taught me. That you can be a hot fucking mess. Mm -hmm. it, yes, and that there's one thing that we all crave in this world, what? and that one thing is clarity. We just want clarity. That's all we ever want. Every time there's like a beautiful moment in that show, it's someone is Wait getting clarity. I'm actually kind of. Are you a Shoshana? No, I'm um, <laughs> Hannah Marnie. I think there's a little Shoshana in you, though. No, but not at the end because she's vapid at the end, and there's, there's nothing vapid and about me. The month. <laughs> I'm not vapid. You okay? Vapid. All right. I'm very substanceful. I'm full of substance. I'm very substantive. <laughs> BA in English, full Wait, substance. What was I going to say about um, the Chinatown? No. Oh, I saw Charlie at uh, when I saw Gerard Carmichael at Union Hall when he was working out his. Wow, wow. Yeah, and he looks the same. Did he look sad? Yeah, he looks like he does in the show. I like um, I like that sad, cute boy. Yeah, he was handsome yeah. in person. That's all, that's really all you want. Yeah, is for someone to be like in person. Do you know who that happened? That happened to me. Y'all are gonna be. Don't throw up. Connor, don't throw up. Oh. Don't throw up. You know who that happened to me with? I saw Nick Kroll 
in person. Wow. And I was like, kind of cute. Y'all listeners, don't <laughs> get weird. I think that's a power thing. No, 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 no. It was lips. It was eyes. It was hair. It was skin. It was cologne. It was it was his energy, but yeah. also his physical presence. Charisma. It was not because he's Nick Kroll. He could have been an accountant. He would have felt the same way. No, no. no. I, I, he could have been anybody. If I, I was like, holy shit, who is this? Wait a second. Who is this wow. in the bathroom with me? Oh, you were in a bathroom together. Mm-hmm. Okay. One time, uh, was, uh, 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 uh. one time I got I mad at David NDA. Byrne in a bathroom. Do you, you know David Byrne? Yes. I didn't know who he was. Were you wearing a big suit? I don't know who my way. And I said, excuse me. <laughs> fucking standing my way in a bathroom. <laughs> At the Soho play, I'll get out of my way. Wow. And then later someone was like, that was David Byrne. And I was like, well, he should learn to stand in a bathroom. <laughs> and you're 6'3". You got to know how to stand not in people's way. That was like when we saw Chelsea Handler close up and I was like, okay, she's The hottest person I've ever seen. in person. And she was so nice, not to us, because she wasn't anything to us, but you could tell that she well, wasn't nice to us. we didn't talk to her, but I, I was like, wow. That's, she so that's was just famous like famous people look nice, like. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's that's what people who the La Mer moisturizer. You know La Mer. Mm-hmm. People who wear that. That's one day I'm gonna wear La Mer moisturizer. Three hundred dollar moisturizer. People have told me I look better in person than on Instagram. Wait, I'd that's be like, a wild thing to say to someone. I know. I'd be very upset. Did you wait a second? I've been offended by that. But that's because I have anxiety. People, what do people say to me? People, someone was like, "Oh, okay, you're not." Um, someone thought I was shorter. Because they didn't, they just assumed I was shorter because they didn't, they were like, oh, I've never seen him like, because I got a lot of pictures with Zach and I'll be like, mm-hmm. no, Zach's 6'4". Yeah, Zach's just And they'll really be tall. like, <laughs> no, I'll be like, no, Zach's 6'4 and he slouches. So like, I want you to know, I'm not like tiny. Yeah. You're 5'10". Your yeah. energy is taller than 5'10". Here's the crazy part. Am I 5'10"? I will truly never know. I would I have six foot. I have men in my life who are like, no, I'm, I'm 5'10". And I'm taller than them. They would check you at the doctor if you asked. No. <laughs> no. Why would I ruin that? Yeah. I, think I five, never want to know. 5'10", I think, is the perfect height. I'm 5'10". Yeah. Also, I'm never going to be like a guy who's like, I got to be six feet. I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm going to start telling people I'm 5'10", see what they do. What? what? I mean, check it. You could be 5'10". Thank you. If you didn't tell me what your height was, I, and I do think about it all the time now, but I would never... Boots? Five, get six. some boots? Start start booting all the time. Wear two boots like yeah. Connor in Chicago. Elevator boots. Two boots. Yeah. Two boots. I was tall for that period of time. <laughs> I'm just imagining because they're like so like they have like like you're on your heels almost. In a yeah, boot. it's one of those things where it's like it's fine until was it you winter? go rolling. Was it no, winter? Okay. It was like it was actually like right into spring. That's actually the best time. And I just um an you're Instagram. You, and, yeah. you know you couldn't do that in winter. You it do was, know that. Right? Oh, I would have died. You would have been, been, de- stuck you've been in fucked. The snow. You can't even walk normal in Chicago. That's what I'm saying. It would have been really bad. Count your blessings. I know. Wait, but I. A caption on Instagram and it was two wrongs do make a right about what <laughs> okay about your, about your feet yeah just a picture of me wearing boots when Christ. I wow was there it did you get <laughs> hate crimes no no I'm gonna ask a wild question you did to... you fuck anyone while you had two boots no and isn't that interesting <laughs> isn't that interesting and that I think what you're saying that's a commentary on ableism and no like, one was like wow. man let me put them boots by your ears boy <laughs> Oh I was God. thinking the other day about it is interesting how obsessed I am with squats because I'm like um, I'm anti bottoming 
All right. It's okay. No, no, no. This is All right. the boys at home know this. I'm anti that. You're and aside. I'm aside. I'm aside. Are you? Are you? I'm worried you're gonna have a hard opinion on it. Yes, I'm truly aside. That's what's up. You're mad at me for being aside. No, 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 no. You can't be mad at anyone. No, I'm never gonna be mad at someone being aside. Are you? Can I tell you something? Do you understand how silly it is as a side? Do you people love getting people love getting their dick sucked? Don't don't do that. I know. People love blowjobs. Why are you doing that? I think gay people are often so crazy about it. I'm trying to think who in particular. All of them. Are so crazy about it that it's no. Just like, you get a blowjob, you can consider that a good day. Oftentimes, right? Like, okay, lol. I, <laughs> like I mean, I think that like um, the more we get into like hard set rules with like sex stuff, like what are we? Because arguably, when we start to be like, oh well, that's not sex, then we are dismissing a lot of sex mm-hmm. that yes. a lot of people across all of the ways that we express gender are having and yeah. enjoying and like coming from. I think you I'm know a, what I mean? It's like, like a, a little lesbian. bit of like I like all the stuff other oh no, other than the penetration part. I love the eye contact and the kissing and the and the, all those things. Okay. And all right. The U-hauling and the raising no. the cat. No. I won't allow that. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. The things. That's what people are like. What are you looking for? That. Oh, can I tell you? Can I tell you the funniest? The <laughs> there is like a funny story with like one of my friends who who like is a lesbian. Like whenever people like they'll be like, oh, but like. You don't really have sex. She like does the opposite. She's like, no, I like fist girls. And they're like, okay, <laughs> all right. You didn't have to tell me. <laughs> so like, there are people that go. They go, no, no, okay. Since you think we don't have sex, I will basically tell you exactly what I do. Uh, fisting technically is part of the side options. You know that, right? I come from a, a world where like the type of sex I have is is I don't know. It's not always penetrative. Like so, and there's a yeah, and like people with who don't have penises like often penetrative sex does not do it for them so like that's so foreign to me that that would be like the only thing the exchange rate is definitely off yeah (laughs) yeah exactly so it's like so it it makes sense like it makes a lot of sense to me that you would side the the, like the idea of sides only exists for like cis gay dudes Mm -hmm. yeah and the reason people talk about it is to kind of give an explanation to like the other forms of like non-penetrative sex instead of just calling it sex but to to kind of like make it its own thing is is like a trend that is well-intentioned but also i'm, I'm you're not canceled connor but like a bit like dismissive it's like oh we're God. different in but my head like, i was like i'm giving visibility to all these people no <laughs> but like you know what i'm saying it is like like can you believe sometimes people just do this it's like uh yeah yeah i'll be doing it all the time I yeah I I think it's I'm happy for you that you have been able to find the term that fits for what you're interested in because I think that's that, you mean side yeah because I think oh, that yeah. helps you when you're trying to like find other guys that you want to match with like on dating apps and stuff but I agree that no there are is... no sides on dating apps no <laughs> yes there is... are can I tell you something what on Grinder on Field on Hinge on Mister on whatever it is you use every time people can a... just put bj what are you talking about people wait, love talking about... what is mr oh married no oh. no what i don't know what you're saying <laughs> no mr is there's like a, there's like a, i think sniffy's mr i think there's like is it just like am i make them make that one up i'll look it one. up is it just like i know but it sounds nice <laughs> it sounds corporate <laughs> <laughs> i wonder with gay relationships like is there the presumption even of anal sex especially with gay hookups also like are you 
is there presumption? Do people assume that there's even going to be anal sex if you hook up with like a random new person? And the answer to that, like, I, it's different, obviously, for and everyone. And it truly depends on so many factors. When yeah. I say so many factors, I mean so many factors. I know. Guys, Did fast forward 10 tonight? years, I'm a sex therapist. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> you're what? I'm a sex therapist. A sex therapist. Yeah. yeah. And by that, you just mean you're a therapist who sometimes has sex. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm i glad that I don't have to think about that. No, it's but liberating. I also think that, yeah. But I guess I'm just like, yeah, my relationship to sex has always been like, well, this is not what sex that you're like taught it is. It's always been outside of that because there's no, yeah, yeah. never been a penis involved. So it's just like, yeah. Yeah. So I guess this stuff is, I'm just like, I don't know. Like you just kind of figure out what each person wants. Yeah. And I would never want to do it. I don't know. Because I guess there's never going to be a thing where it's like, well, this is something I have to do or have to have that this person doesn't want. Whereas, like, if people are, like, you've you've met with guys who, like, are really interested in anal sex and that's not for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gayness is so strange. <laughs> that's going to be the poll quote. <laughs> Gayness is so strange. Gayness is so strange. Is there, does it, do either of you know, is there, like, a lot of, is there, I'm sure there is, but, like, any, like, l- literature about, like, kind of long-term poly relationships Ooh. and communities, like, as it gets into the age? Because I know we've talked about before, like, for me... I'm like, oh, I would love to be able to see trans guys age and, like, mm-hmm. know what that looks like on, like, a mass scale. Yeah. You know, what does that look like when I'm 70? Because mm-hmm. there's not a lot of examples of that. So I, I'm curious, too, about, like, open relationships. That's obviously, a, at least for me, that's something I'm more aware of now than I was, like, five years ago. Um, I don't know. I think that, like, over the past five years, people are talking about things way more candidly than mm-hmm. they ever have. Because, I mean, like, I feel like, mutually beneficial agreements have existed for so many different types of couples totally. forever mm-hmm. everyone is like listen we don't talk about it it's not a big deal we don't have to get into it i'm fine they're fine be quiet yeah and so now we kind of are at least able to go oh well my physical love for this person doesn't stop with just this person but also my life is built with this person so like any and all other parts of my life like he's they're aware of i'm saying this especially as a person who's married and like who like knows a lot of people who like are kind of like in a in this like weird early 30s space where like every everyone is like aware of like what the rules were but also we saw a bunch of our parents follow the rules and that shit didn't work out for them Mm -hmm. so i just think we're better about talking through things also, like, kind of just when everything's gay, this is what happens. So if the rule is like straight, kids die. The minute <laughs> it's true, true. It's, it's the true. minute you break the first rule. The minute you're like gay, it's like, oh, okay, I don't have to follow the rest of these. Right. Okay. 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 Right. Cool. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I think a lot of straight couples have a much harder time navigating and the biggest fear about straight couples and luckily this can't happen to queer couples but it mostly happens to straight people is that because of the patriarchy the thing that boils down to is like no guy wants to be taking care of someone else's kid they don't care if their wife has sex with someone else they don't care if their wife receives pleasure from someone else, even if that person is a woman, even if that isn't penetrative sex, the biggest fear of a lot of men in America based on the Western tradition of the way that we 
choose and own property this goes to capitalism this goes to like the heteropatriarchy it truly is like you never want to be taking care of a kid that isn't yours because that kid is going to get your stuff so vis-a-vis the man who is actually the father of that kid got your stuff Mm -hmm. and got one over on you it's very ego and pride based Mm -hmm. but it's also like rooted in the fact that like if you have an aristocracy, the only way you can legitimize the aristocracy is if you say those people are different. Those people have different blood. Those people's blood can't mix with commoners. And those people deserve more stuff because they're genetically different. Mm-hmm. But if commoner blood is in that, so if like a princess fucks a stable boy, then this, everything's fucked up. Right. We've ruined it. Everything's bad. That's why bastards were so scary for mm-hmm. like dynasties and like lineages because you're like no you're fucking it up you're fucking it up yeah so that's why that's interesting it's truly rooted in like basically monarchy stuff i am thankful all the time that i could not accidentally have a child it's funny that you said about we talk about the future um and like the first well once you break the first rule you're like well it's all kind of like you all kind of put it together after yeah yeah Truly. I remember I had a voice teacher in high school that's like, do you want me to introduce you to an old gay person? And I thought that was so weird. And I'm like, you just wanted me to see a future for myself. That's so we sweet. hope. <laughs> John Ray. John Ray. Oh, wow. Crazy. Yeah. That is like a funny question because you were probably thinking, they're, they're old gay people? <laughs> I was like, that's so strange. I don't want to meet your friends. But now I'm like, no. That's because then I was like, all I the only I can be Andy Cohen or die. It's like there's no there's no middle option. It wasn't until I was in New York for a summer where I was like, oh, there's gay people that are like working all sorts of shit. You don't really see that when you don't, yeah, like live in a. I guess maybe it's different now, but yeah, in the Philadelphia suburbs there weren't like older gay people. I mean, it's in Mississippi they weren't older super out gay people yeah. there are like people who you're like i think that person is gay but they're also married to a lady <laughs> that's <laughs> very common in the yeah. south there's a lot of men that's truly the you're you wait, savannah you're from savannah Georgia. Yeah. yeah i mean fucking south carolina like there's so many there's so many there's so many old southerners first of all we've all seen christy knows best there's so many <laughs> oh my god my grandma loves that show there's so many fucking paisley wearing mm-hmm. old southern men who like I'm sorry you didn't get to live your truth boo boo I apologize but that sucks and that sucks it sucks that America did that to you but they like they literally just like sucked it up and uh, just like yeah lied until their deathbed southern like um style like fashion too with like the the light colors yeah. and like the short shorts. Yeah, like, it is. It has like its own like queerness to it. There's yeah. a fabulousness to it's parts camp. of Southern yeah. culture. Yeah. Oh Boat my god, shoes. absolutely. Salmon. Oh, we had our last question for you. Okay, yes, what is what, what's a boys club that you wish to see in the world? Oh, that I wish to see in the world. Ooh, a boys club I wish to see in the world. Now I thought long and hard about this, and I'm gonna say something. I wish there was a boys club where you could go to baseball games but not have to watch baseball. (laughs) And I know I'm just describing a fair or a convention center. But, like, I I don't love baseball enough to go to baseball games. Mm -hmm. But I love events. Yeah. Yeah, and it's always it's a nice day, and there's it's outside. Like when football games, I can watch a football game. I can watch a basketball game. I can watch a soccer game. It's so hard for me to watch baseball. 
I did. I have you seen Fever Pitch with Drew Barrymore and Jimmy Fallon? Yes. So my one of my favorite movies in the entire world. Really? I love that movie. Is, is Connor in love with Drew Barrymore? Connor I love Drew Barrymore. Movies. Do you know? I, you know Drew Barrymore has a show. Movies. You know you can watch Drew Barrymore every freaking day. No, no, you can go to the taping. It's oh my in god! New wait, York. wait. I would. I love. You know this that, so right? Much. No, I should go. I walk by this. Um, I was gonna call it the stadium. I have to find the, the studio sometimes. My favorite. You know, still. you know the like studio. 11. It's on. 50, it's like a fifty-seventh yeah. and eleventh. Yeah. It just says Drew. I know, as it should. You should go. I think she, I like my. I like love her. Why haven't you gone? I don't know. It's crazy because we live in New York, and it's like this is these are the oh, things okay. that people do here. All right, you I gotta love go. This still from when she interviewed Jeanette McCurdy. That's like the YouTube thing. <laughs> 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 it's so funny. It's so I love her. Like, it's just her reading the book title. <laughs> her running on the um, but at the end of that movie where she says, "You love me enough to sell your tickets, and I love you enough not to let you." Oh, it's so yes. beautiful. Oh, wow. That's, wow. That's modern rom gold. Yeah, but I love. I would. We grew up just like going to baseball games all the time. Exactly. But were you? Did you, you never? Did you watch them? Wait, no. Exactly. Have you seen? Have you? Ever, so Savannah's uh, minor league baseball team. Is Fun called, name. I bet this is how they do minor league teams. You know about this trend? The Greensboro Grasshoppers. Okay. This, what, the Indiana Tin Caps. The Savannah Bananas. Savannah Bananas. And that's, that's the city the voted on that name in the Savannah Morning News. That's how we like came Savannah out. Bananas. It, it used to be the Savannah oh. Sand Nets. They totally rebranded. The games are sold out every time, and they have this like. What weird they voted in the morning news. We vote. The city voted on the name in the are morning you, news. Are you fact checking? Like I think Wait, like, in the morning you know? news. Like the I news. think I think like the newspaper was the one that like did. Oh. They were in charge. That's how they got word I don't know out. What to I everybody. imagined was happening. Yeah. So anyway. They, it's like some weird, like minor league, yeah, like Trump over here. Trump was like, that election was fake. <laughs> that was not real. He's like, we gotta count that again. It wasn't stolen. Yeah, count by it? the bananas. <laughs> well, I am so obsessed with injustice that I was just like, well, no, which station okay. was this? Is which Nico. network was this? Nico, okay. continue. But regardless of that, the so they, it's like this weird like league that's, um, I think it's mostly like college baseball players mm-hmm. who are doing like their summer ball on, on this team. But they also they're huge on TikTok. They do like TikTok dances. Wait while a second, they are they the sexual team? They're kind of sexual. Wait, and they're in all and then yellow. They go back to college after. Yeah. Well, when some you of can, them are post college. Pro in high school for baseball. You can yeah. play in the minor. So it's too late for them. So it's. I think there's um. It's like semi pro. Some of them are on like a semi pro mm-hmm. contract. They're not being paid, so they can still have their eligibility for college. But some of them uh, are like minor league yeah. professional baseball players. But yeah, they do like. They do like dances before they pitch and stuff like that. So it's kind of that might be the kind of baseball you want to see. So listen, horny minor league baseball. I love it. This is a boys gorgeous club. Weather. This is actually wonder why Huntsville. You know what their baseball team is? The Trash Pandas. They're raccoons <laughs> in a in a trash can. It's also a rocket ship because Huntsville has like NASA stuff there. That's funny. Like that's beautiful to yeah. me. I think in Macon, Georgia. Macon Bacon. Macon Bacon. Yeah. You hear this, Connor? This is fun. Enjoyous. The Macon Bacon Wait, is Savannah Have you ever been rivalry. in a bar? The Macon Bacon and the Savannah <laughs> <laughs> have a rhyming rivalry. Yeah, and they uh, they great. like fight on Twitter and stuff. It's great. That's that's great. darling. I'll send I'll send you have some you of been to videos. a box. Have I been to the box? A box. A box. Like a box. A, you know, like a box at a game. You go to a box. And you oh, you mean box. like. You mean do I have like money? Some, no, no. <laughs> someone's mom has money, and you go to a box and you send the no, box. No, I've like never. I'm so, working on that part of my career. Connor. Growing up, 
we John Stewart's got sometimes we go to a box. John wants to be on the floor. For the <laughs> well, when John goes to the garden, he's on the floor. True. With the yeah. He's well, that's what I that feel level. like you would like a box because it's just a fridge and there's a TV and it's air conditioned and people kind of come and go. <gasps> that's what I need at a you baseball like a game. I also like being outside though, and I like pictures. It's, but you can kind of like go walk outside if you needed to. So what you thought you needed was what box you described. What you actually needed was big money and wow. that'll give you what you need. Connor, you're telling me that the solution to my problem is money? <laughs> Wait, my mom used to work at a law firm. every problem, y'all. Yeah, yeah. I feel bad because I made it about my mom's money. And that's, that's crazy. <laughs> she worked hard for that, and that's feminism. She worked really hard. <laughs> she worked hard. We weren't breastfed, and but we were allowed to go to a box. So it's a good trade-off. So that's why you are today. Um, Jay, before we wrap up, do you want to plug your socials or anything? Oh, yeah. I'm just at Jay Jordan on all socials. J-A-Y, J-U-R-D-E-N. Uh, I tweet about stupid stuff and I post clips on Instagram sometimes. But also, I'll post pictures of my dog. I'm not one of these people who only post clips. I'll post pictures still. Yeah, I'm old school. I'm very old. Some great thirst traps too. Yes, yes. That's a boys' club for all three of us. <laughs> your body is crazy. Uh, is it? It's one of those ones where you stop and you keep your thumb on a picture. You know Good. What I mean? I'm trying. I hope. Do people yeah. do that to us? Right in if I you do. We do. Sometimes, because the captions are long. <laughs> yeah, I love a long caption. Me and Nico are having an arm battle. Yeah, Nico's gonna I'm coming for lap him. me in arms. Yeah, the the rapid growth or the rate of growth for that me? you're experiencing is very crazy. Because I got my special juice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll get out of here in a smooch. One, two, three. Hey, boys! Thanks for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on socials? You can find me on Instagram at Connor Janda. That's C O N O R Panda with a J. You can find me at Nico Carney, N-I-C-O Carney, C-A-R-N-E-Y. You can follow both of us at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. We have a monthly show at Club Coming, last week of the month. Uh, if you're in New York City, you better come hang out, come part, be part of the club. Okay, see you soon, boys. XOXO. Bye.